0: i Animal here. It's Tuesday, August 29th, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, Kevin and I, we've got the updated AL West standings, uh, all the Rangers news and notes from the last couple of days. We've also got a box score from last night with the Mets, and we're going to preview Tuesday and Wednesday up in Flushing, Queens. So join us today, Texas Rangers with the boys.
1: I'm Glenn Otto, and you're listening to Texas Rangers with the boys. Welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers who love Rangers baseball. And we want to thank you for making us the first listen of your day. This is your boy, Kev, a.k.a. YBK Kevin Frazier. You can find me on social media at Kevin Lee Frazier. That is F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. And don't forget to follow Texas Rangers with the boys on social media, TX Rangers WTB and don't forget to check out our website texasrangerswiththeboys.com one word hey all all, all I was trying words.
0: something new did it not
1: I <laughs> actually I loved it actually Let, let's stick with it one word all right well uh, well one, one, one word. everybody every says, everyone says all one word now so we got to change it up uh, yeah, um, one, and, word. And obviously, obviously, one word obviously 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 joining me the 300 pound animal aka bull the co-host with the most the man with the beard that never ends the world traveler I'm... himself oh, I'll, go I'll, you screwed up your own you screwed I, up your oh, own right, like, i intro. thought you were
0: done you just kept going on and on and on <laughs> about how awesome i am and stuff i couldn't help it like i like i, I got insecure there for a minute
1: <laughs> well i'd be remiss to ask you how you were doing and where these lovely people could find you on the socials of the media? Well, I'm, I'm doing pretty good.
0: Uh, I, I think I had something then I lost it because we were talking about uh, uh, conversation pieces <laughs> or how great I am or whatever we were talking about. <laughs> uh, like before the, the how great I am part. But, uh, man, I'm doing a lot better today than I have. Been. Like, like, I put the razor blades away this, <laughs> this, afternoon, this evening after the game. I had them out in that eighth inning. I, after, after Nate Lowe grounded into that double play in the whatever inning that was, the, the seventh and I was I was really I was I, I thought I was gonna have to use him, but it ended up being okay. I didn't have to. So you you were thinking about you
1: thinking everything. about it, it all being over, huh? Yeah, it
0: just ended <laughs> all. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> yeah, whatever whatever's whatever. I wasn't even gonna turn the ice water on, man. I was just gonna go the hard way.
1: But oh, it, Jesus. It,
0: anyways, no, I'm I'm doing good. Uh everything is pretty good over here at the old the old Manimal house. Uh uh the the missus is doing all right. So we're we're doing okay. Uh but uh uh, I, I'd be. I got to tell everybody about the, fa- the the social media so we can get on about this this baseball show that we do, right? So yes, uh, animal bull on on Twitter, mm. animal three hundred on Instagram, and then both on Facebook and TikTok. It's bull pro, and I try and put cool. something up almost every day. And sometimes I post with the Texas Rangers Twitter because um, you know, like. No one no one cares about what Bull Pro has to say or Manimal Bull <laughs> has to say about Rangers baseball. But other than that, I, I mean, you, you'll just find me over there. I'm just trying to trying to get through the days like everybody else. So, you know, I'm probably watching Reels.
1: <laughs> hey, you know, Reels are, are, you know, especially animal Reels are too addicting. So, so hey, that's... here's
0: what I found out, right? Like just real quick before we get started mm-hmm. on the show is that like if you watch TikTok, it's mm-hmm. like Facebook reels, but like two weeks earlier.
1: Oh, so, so like, it's like two weeks. They're on,
0: like, they're on TikTok, And then by the time you see them, they're like two weeks old because Facebook and Instagram are like two weeks behind.
1: Oh, well that makes so I learned sense. That out.
0: So if you need like an a, a excuse or a reason to get onto Tik TikTok, I mean, you'll, you'll be a week ahead or at least at least one week, possibly even two most times.
1: Hmm. Well, that's, you know, that that's, that's makes sense. It's kind of like, uh, you know, when they release things early, you know, releasing stuff at the theater and then, you know, you got to wait, got to wait for the real thing to come to your house. Um, it's
0: like, remember but, when you would go to GameStop at midnight and they'd have like chicken wings and stuff and you'd be like, I just really want my NCAA football.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, so the... Uh, Astros blow out the Mariners uh, no, I mean, no, blow the, the, <laughs> the Mariners look like they're going to beat the A's so yeah, the American no, the, League West like is, put is that still one on the at board, a gridlock right?
0: so, <laughs> so nothing's changed since we talked to you yesterday and boy almighty it looked like it was going to all night didn't it
1: well I think a little bit of it is just that we're we've seen the Rangers really struggle in these these tight games lately Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 I'm not I'm not I'm not. We've also seen the Rangers do really well in these tight games, especially right out of the the right off of the trade deadline, All Star break. So Absolutely. we we know this team can buckle down and do what it's got to do. Um, we we we're just both kind of in the hopes that we're looking at you know, they're really the only rough stretch of the whole season for this team, and you know obviously timing couldn't be worse, but for all we know, timing couldn't be better if, if they turn it around and, and really start playing like the team we know they are, then, uh, we're, we're looking back at this and going, you know, remember, remember when, when the Mariners peaked too early and the Rangers hit their rough skid, uh,
0: you, you, you want to you'd much rather hit it in, in September at the first of September than the end of September. I remember yep. a couple of years ago, uh, we're, we're at the Labor Day weekend and on Labor Day, I believe it was that, uh, Uh, My brother and I were at uh, Bush Stadium and the and and our good buddy Max Scherzer was pitching for the Los Angeles Dodgers that day against the Cardinals. Mm. And uh, the Cardinals lost that game and they had probably fallen five or six behind San Diego now in the wild card. And they went on like a 17 game run where they won like 17 in a row, came back, got back into that wild card. They kind of cooled off right before the end of the season and then lost a uh, lost in that an in extra innings against the Dodgers in the playoffs, but that's not the point. That's like, the, I mean, that the, you know, you can get hot in September and everything can change. And, you know, I mean, maybe Seattle got hot in August and they needed to get hot in September. But there's also that chance that those Astros are going to get hot in September as well.
1: So, yeah, we, we don't we don't know. But right now we're 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 as uh, we are living on a prayer. Um, we are walking in faith as it relates to this texas rangers baseball team and no matter what happens it's been a heck of a season but i i'd love to think that we've got a lot more season left as we get into the playoffs so that means that the rangers still trail seattle by a game and they do have a a a little bit of a percentage point ahead of houston but we kind of did the math here so if the rangers win five out of seven versus seattle down the stretch if they win two out of three versus Houston and they win 13 more games, you know, their their destiny is in their own hands. And yeah. they, they have the absolute – right now they're in a prime position to win the division, not not get lucky, not back into anything. They can win this thing outright if they'll win five of seven versus Seattle, two games versus Houston, and then 13 games, no matter what the combination is. One, and uh, it would over be
0: it would be really nice if some of those wins were against the uh, Toronto Blue Jays when they go up to to Toronto for a four-game set because the uh, Blue Jays are two and a half behind both them and Houston in that wild card. So if you go up to uh, Toronto and you take three of four from the Blue Jays, uh, you pretty much put the distance that you need between the two uh, Uh, right there so if you're if you're looking ahead and you're starting to kind of look at where the rangers are at and you know i mean i'm trying not to look any farther ahead right now than well wednesday because we're going to break that down this evening before we get out of here but yeah i don't want to get too far ahead but when you're starting to look at it they've got toronto coming up they've got houston coming up they've got um, the, uh, the Mariners seven of their last ten, so there's there's opportunities to put some distance between them and the people uh, around them.
1: Well, and and now it, for all of you uh, football fans out there, um, and, and that have hung with the Rangers this long, now you can start looking at it the way football is. <laughs> you if you yep. you've been waiting all years, to yeah, look at it it like a football season. Where and we're starting to get to that point, you know, where, where it is. It really does. Every game really, really does matter. And we, we have to, to really like start counting our, start counting our, our, our wins and losses. And, and we really got to make sure that, that we, we stay on top of it um, and, it and don't get a too far behind
0: Watching As well as there is uh, anything else, you know, like you'll be watching scores all month. You're going to be, yeah, you're going to be focused on what's going on around the Rangers as much as you're focused on what the Rangers are doing. And that's what's so great about the the final couple of weeks of the season, especially when you're in a pennant chase.
1: Love it, love it. Um, so a little bit of Rangers news. Um, we were so distracted by all of the shenanigans over the weekend. Uh, we forgot to congratulate uh, Texas Rangers with the boys' very own J.P. Martinez on his first career home run. A guy we've been in his corner all year long and uh, who's been really a great addition to this team and uh, really loving to see that and really loving to see that, that he's, you know, hopefully he's here to stay and hopefully he's a guy that will continue to contribute to this team. that's why we signed him a few years ago. Um, And hopefully those thoughts for sure, right? Yeah, that was the idea was, was that, hey, he's, he's going to be, he's going to be a big deal. and, and And we've seen a little bit of it. So let's hope we keep seeing it. And real quick,
0: um, I I didn't put this on the run sheet, but uh, while we're talking about Rangers left fielders um, or Ranger outfielders that we signed to do this thing, um, they're going to move Evan Carter from Double mm-hmm. A Frisco to Triple A Round Rock.
1: Mm, that 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 is uh, basically a progression in his in his kind of his timeline of of yeah
0: he's, he's at about a hundred games with uh, Round or Frisco. Frisco between last year and this year, and probably over a hundred with postseason. And they've yep. seen what they need to see, so it's time for it's time for him to move on and see how he uh, how he works out in the Pacific Coast League. And you know how it is when guys get out there; it's not it's not for long. He's not going to be out there long. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you're looking at he's probably. Right now, maybe, probably not breaking camp with the club next year, but close to it and, and right on the brink if he doesn't.
1: Yeah, I, I think there's a there's a couple of guys um, in the minor league system right now, mainly, mainly Evan Carter. The only reason is to look forward to spring training right now to uh, next year. But as of right now, uh, we're focused on this team. Um, and then it looks like we had a former manager uh, pass away at 82 years old.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Pat Corrales was, uh, he was the Rangers manager from 1978 through 1980. So, uh, the year that Kevin was born,
1: mm-hmm. Pat
0: Corrales was the uh, manager of the Rangers. I just wanted to bring that up that, uh, you know, he was a good baseball guy. And, uh, uh Dave Valley had some nice stories last night on the broadcast. And, uh, Um, A lot of really nice tributes to him on Twitter from a lot of good people that uh, are good baseball guys and and called him a good baseball guy and a good coach. So uh, Godspeed, Pat Corrales, uh, good baseball man, dead at the age of 82.
1: Okay. Well, and and, uh, yeah, really Godspeed. And and we, we, uh, especially for a guy who managed in such a pivotal year in American history, um so <laughs> right along to um well this one's a little bit shocking isn't it um uh, yeah you... but yeah no okay
0: the three walks man i mean yeah. you can't have it dude i mean like yeah. Bochi trusts you to go out there and pound that strike zone and that's what's made the when the rangers i mean when when you talk about their rotation and the reason that their rotation has been so good this year is because those guys have pounded the strike zone. And when they go out there, they give them six, five, six innings of, of, you know, optimal, optimal use in that strike zone. And, and Hernandez, I mean, even though he kind of got squeezed a little bit, I mean, when you look back on it, I mean, that shouldn't be the difference, you know? And, Mm -hmm. and uh, he's going to, he's going to go back down to triple a because, you know, they they got to have somebody right now, you know. Yeah, like, and, so it and looks and like on top uh, of that, with using okay. the entire bullpen uh, on Sunday, uh, you know, you got to have you got to have a fresh arm, and Hernandez ends up being the guy that gets to go down, and uh, Glenn Otto gets to be the fresh arm this time.
1: Yeah, and I'm I'm actually eager to see uh, Glenn Otto just to kind of see like where he's at. Uh, I yeah, think his that we 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 kind of have high hopes for, um, especially out of the bullpen because, like you had said prior, you know that you know if he gets to be more of a two pitch I, and again, I'm I, give me if forgive me if I'm wrong, but he's I believe he's a guy we had kind of talked about if if he reduces the amount of pitches that he throws, he might be more effective and maybe be able to get his velocity up a little bit.
0: Well, and all those things that we talked about in the offseason and all those things that we talked about whenever he came back uh, right off of the injured list was that that Glenn Otto was going to be in a situation where, um, you know, he's he's going to be in be asked of less in the bullpen. And he's going to probably end up being a fastball slider guy. And if you're looking at what he's been doing in the minor leagues in the course of a couple of innings and an outing, he's been really focusing on getting outs with that slider. And um, when he needs to, he's been able to dial up that fastball. And we're talking more like 97 than the 94, 95 that he was throwing (laughs) as a starter.
1: Well, well, God forbid we have another – Cole Ragan situation where he goes to another team and he's cranking out hundred on the, on the, no, on the no, I won't
0: crank a hundred here.
1: Right. I mean, Let's do that. Let's go Spencer ahead and do that. Here. Howard
0: Cole Raggins. Both those guys are gone. And it needs to be Glen Glenn. Otto needs to save that trio. You know, I mean, yep. be, be a guy that is productive here.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to actually, I'm going to, I'm going to flip our two next two stories because the one story I want to talk to, I want to talk about it last. And okay. uh, so so I'm going to say, because we've heard this same story now, uh, probably, you know, uh, 32 time, 32.5 yeah, times, 32.5 times. Yeah, it feels like it, right? <laughs> Since he went to the IL, or, yeah, to the IL. So it looks like Eovaldi to throw yet again another bullpen, uh, again, after a minor setback. And, and, and I'm not rushing the thing. I, I'm just excited to get him back. Um, so, so not a lot on news there, except for, you know, we're, we're getting close.
0: Yeah. It's just, you know, it's, it's better news than him being yep. shut down for sure. Yep. You know, like I man, uh, but we're talking uh, the minor setback was, was not arm related. So that's good to know. And uh, you know, we'll just we'll just keep following Ivaldi. He's a big part of this pe- this puzzle. and you know, as he goes, we're gonna go down the stretch here, and uh, the sooner the better.
1: Yep. So the next one is one that I'm super excited about. And that's because I think there's been something missing in this squad. Uh, there's been a certain element of leadership that you just never you did, it, like like we had talked about this during the off season that we wanted this to happen. And frankly, it did happen. And, and it, it was – as much as it was pleasantly – like we were pleasant, we were happy to see it, it still was a little surprising because it was a hope. It wasn't something that we knew. But Josh Young's leadership, his presence, just him being in the lineup every day, uh, I think it's something that the, this lineup has missed, like, immensely. And, and that's not to under, to understate the, how much we miss Jonah Heim – and now he's starting to hit again, which is so good to see. But which is I it's believe-
0: nice to – yeah, I think that uh, – uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. With, with Young, you know, like, I mean, it's not anything more than just you know that he's getting close. And mm-hmm. it's like, you're, you know, you know him. He's chomping at the bit.
1: Yeah. It's just, man, so, his leadership. It's not just the, the back. Brief- it's not just the bat, but remember, you know, like we've seen, we've seen Durant struggle. Um, and, and again, that's not a knock on Durant. It's just to say how good Josh Young is. Um, like, man, I, I, just, I miss the guy. I, he became somebody that it was almost like he's always been here uh, once he got here, you know, well, at the major league level. And, and I'm ready to have thing, him back.
0: The first thing that he does is he provides stability for uh, a mm-hmm. Garcia
1: right that is the first yeah. thing that he does Man. because
0: you've seen that Dallas since Josh Young has been out you've seen a lot more chase a lot more swing and miss a lot more not getting as many fastballs and mm-hmm. he's walking quite a bit more Garcia's yep. walked quite a bit since uh since Young's went down because they'll I mean there's been nights where Jankowski was hitting in the five hole Grossman hitting in the five hole uh, Garver's done a good job of of making them pay when they when they don't but other than that you know i mean young is that guy that he's been, he like he like made it to where you you couldn't not pitch to low you couldn't not pitch to garcia you know like if you're going to put Seeger and Simeon on base or, or whatever the case may be, we're going to punish you all the way through the six hole. And with Mm -hmm. Heinz starting to get his timing back a little bit more. And uh, he had a pretty good night last night and uh, really started that ninth inning rally, hit the grand slam on Sunday. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, he's three of his last 10 now, and uh, that's a good sign that he's, you know, hitting 300 over the course of the last couple of days.
1: No, you're right. And, and again, if you can get, you know, Jonah Heim somewhat back on track and you get Josh Young back in the lineup and he's, you know, starting to show signs of, because of, again, there, there might be a little bit of a learning curve as well, mm-hmm. but we don't, you don't know that, you know, there's, there's guys like, he may be a guy like Seeger that, you know, rolls out of bed, hitting, hitting 98 mile an hour fastballs, uh, hurt or not you just it's just don't what know. he does right
0: yeah, yeah no, just the, don't know. The, you know hopefully the rehab will be with the big club and that whenever he's ready he's ready
1: you know right right so really excited about that um you know what else i'm really excited about
0: oh i know exactly what you're excited about i watched October sixth, some... right
1: oh bro well i watched some i watched you know i've been keeping up with our buddy brick savage uh on facebook man and you know i he had some huge matches over the weekend Yeah. <laughs> Uh, big Shane Taylor, and I think he had one of the Samoan guys Fatu. Big Jacob Fatu,
0: yeah. Yeah, so My he has some buddy. big matches, yeah.
1: and man, he's making a name for himself. So yeah, good, good. By the him. time, for... by the time October six rolls around, I mean, it, it, we're it's. It, I mean, I, I think we're gonna see an absolutely stacked show because no most most importantly, our resident manimal is gonna be on the show uh, which I think we understate enough. If anybody's going to go to the show, no offense, big Damo, no offense, Brick Savage. But if any of our listeners are going to the show, they're going to go to hang out with the boys and watch the animal wrestle.
0: Yeah. And you know, I got a bit, I got a big tall order on my plate this, uh, this time at the, uh, Ridgely theater, uh, right there, just West of downtown Fort worth on interstate highway 30 in can yeah. Bowie. Uh, Big Justin James, you know he's Woo. one of those guys. He's in that what they call themselves the Gorilla Militia, mm. and uh, you don't get the nickname Gorilla by being a, a small dude,
1: right? Right. So yeah, that's uh, true.
0: You know, he's about six foot five, six foot six, something like that. So uh, I'm 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 in for it uh, at, at the Ridgely Theater, but I mean, Kevin, if you've known me, you've known me my whole wrestling career. I have been Beating them big dudes like they owed me right. money for years mm-hmm. and years. Yep, yep, yep. And I don't, I don't plan on anything changing when I get Justin James in the ring. I may, uh, it may, it may be ugly, and I may, uh, I may not do all the the things that you would expect the the fun-loving manimal to do. Mm. Or hell, maybe I will. <laughs> but uh, um, it's it's going to be an exciting time. I'm excited about it. Uh, we're getting we're getting uh, ready for for it, and I know that uh, um, everywhere you're going to see Kelly's Onion Burgers. You're going to see a big banner on the side of their building up until the big show. Same thing with Big Dogs Hot Dogs, and uh, we're gonna have Starry's Ice Cream and Martin House Brewing Out. And I heard some, I heard a rumor that post Ridgely, there's going to be a big big announcement. Uh, with uh, both us and Martin House Brewing, so that's yes. exciting too. Um, we won't—we'll get into that after we get past, or or as soon as I get the okay to talk about it. But as of right now, you want to be at the Ridgely Theater. Get there early because they're going to uh, play the the uh, doc the the docu style year uh, in review uh, for the first year of Matwork Pro. So get there early, hang out all night. There's going to be lots of beer. There's going to be lots of wrestling, and there's going to be lots of violence. So you know, mm. we we all love that. Everybody loves violence. It's the well, one thing that's worldwide understood.
1: <laughs> well, and and again, those of you guys listening to the show, the one thing that we know and I know you guys are going to want to see, and that's going to be our resident manimal going out there and doing his thing with the best uh, the best entrance in independent wrestling as, as we know it. So um, let's jump into this. it. You got it. You got, well, it's the truth is the truth. Um, You know, the, the 25 pound animal is going to be there and he's going to, he's going to be cheering. So, but you know, speaking of cheering, um, you know, the Rangers get a four to three win. And and finally we can do a box score with a little bit of pride.
0: Cool. <laughs> it's, it's felt like it's been a while, right? Because man, this is, First of all, the first thing about this box score is that's the first time since like June of last year that the Rangers have come back from a, a later than eighth inning deficit to win a ball game.
1: Mm-mm. So that might mean so something.
0: Get that off of the get 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 that off of their backs and you know, mm-hmm. it, it might start happening more often. But well it's um, hope. The Rangers man, I mean, it was it was nerve wracking the whole nerve wracking the whole way through. I mean, uh, uh, John Gray was really good, man. I, I I thought his I thought his stuff played really well. He did give up a couple of home runs. It felt like early in the game, the ball wasn't carrying at all for the Rangers, and uh, the and the Mets weren't getting a lot of carry either. But they tattooed a couple of balls. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nemo tattooed that ball that he hit, and uh, um, the other home run. Uh, he, you know it was it was a pretty decent shot, and I want to say the kid uh, DJ Stewart was the one that hit that one. and uh, he's he's been on a pretty hot roll for himself, but uh, lots of strikeouts for um, for John Gray. He had nine strikeouts to just one walk and that's a hell of a ratio and it's a good ratio and that'll get you a quality start a lot of nights when you've got that kind of ratio. and he was he was able to work into work six for him and 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 get him uh, a quality start and you know just yesterday on the show right we talked about martin perez and we were like oh what's mart is martin perez worth having on the team still and i and i kind of like gave you the old spiel of he was really good for two innings and then we came out for that third right and and like uh, again tonight really good for two innings he did hit um uh, the kid, the the same kid that hit the home run, Stewart DJ Stewart. Um, he did hit him. On a it was questionable. It was an inside pitch. It might have got his jersey. Um, nobody argued, so it didn't seem like it was that big a deal. But Martin Perez got him six big outs there to keep him in that game while they were kind of starting to come back. And uh, once they took that lead, you know, uh, my brother texted me and he was like, "Hey, should they, should they stay with Martin Perez right here?" And I'm like man, I don't know. It looks like they're going to go to LeClerc, and LeClerc's kind of been their best reliever. But then you've got the bad bad taste in your mouth of him yesterday uh, leaving the game mid-inning after getting only two-thirds of an inning. So, you know, like there's just so many bad things about that that Rangers uh, bullpen right now that like every one of them have just kind of – there's such a bad taste in your mouth from them. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, in the – uh the Rangers they got down three nothing most of the night in the sixth they did get a, a RBI double from Adoles Garcia. And I wanna say that was like Marcus Simeon and uh um Corey Seeger both got on base and you had first and second, nobody out, and it's looking like it could be a big inning. And Lowe gets out in front of the count three oh and then um uh the kid that pitched for them tonight, uh Miguel, who pitched mcgill pitched really good yeah really good stuff lots of fastballs good fastballs good life on his fastballs they were moving they were everything was pretty good he had a good breaking pitch most of the night as well but threw a lot of fastballs um but he got ahead of uh uh he got the double play from low and now you're sitting with marcus simeon on third and two outs and you're like damn that was another wasted opportunity but Adalis Garcia, who had had a couple of not so great at bats prior to this, just kind of like last night or on um, Sunday night, where he was where he didn't have very good at bats in the first couple of innings, and then he had better at bats late in the game, or maybe that was Saturday. I think that was Saturday. But anyways, um, he came through with a big double in the right right center gap that scored Marcus Simeon, and that got him on the board. So you're three to one. Uh, the top of the eighth they had bases loaded and was it one out or yeah, one out and uh you're thinking, man, this can be a big inning right here. And you're still you still can't get that big hit with runners in scoring position, you know, that mm-hmm. big hit that you're trying to get that breakthrough and Grossman grounds into a force out that gets Corey Seeger across after he had doubled. Did you see he broke that bath that oh the the uh yeah, he like he hit a ball off the cup and it chipped the, the oh, top of the man. bat so he didn't even break it it like it, it like cupped you know like he got he got a chip on the cup and that was what ended up doing that bat in um but they got the they got the run in because Robbie Grossman uh legs out that uh, double play and ends up being just a force play and then ninth inning you got bases loaded two outs you had second and third Simeon and Tavares both strike out you know, you're thinking, man, Simeon, that's not the guy that you're expecting to strike out in that situation. You're expecting him to do something right there. And uh, then you're thinking, oh, well, it's all right. You're down to your last out. It's Corey Seager. No big deal. And then they walk Corey Seager because they have the open base and uh, Nathaniel Lowe and and a pretty good pitcher's count. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say he was down in the count one, two, right? Yep. Oh, oh sorry. It was two. It was two, one. So he was in a he was in a pretty decent hitter's count, needed to get a strike across. Uh got one through on the right side. That scored a couple of runs. Uh both Duran and uh, Josh Smith who was pinch hitting or pinch running for Jonah Okay, I,
1: Okay, I'm gonna break in. I gotta yes. break in. So last night, Nate Lowe must have had Big Brother listening to our call or listening to our text. Because we were talking about Pete Alonzo. Man, hey, maybe Pete Alonzo, man, he might be a good fit. You know, but we come to find out, we're only going to get him for a year. You know, Nate Lowe would be part of the trade. Yeah, you, and it's you might be able like, to get him straight it's almost up for Lowe. Like, it's almost like Lowe heard us and he said, hey, guys, hey. hey, I'm here right now. Yeah, hey, listen. <laughs> which is so, nice. Which is nice. Hey, because, I'll take it. I'll you know, take they, it. They really love have done that it all one. year, though.
0: go ahead they really needed that one last night and uh to get a comeback win and i mean they they hit the ball hard all game and it just was right at people and right it just it felt like uh, just you know running in quicksand you know like they just couldn't get it going and they had hits and they had guys on base and they had some traffic but it just wasn't you know, it just wasn't happening, and they finally kind of busted through with that a couple of two out,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: two out RBIs. With and they've done that in all year. Position, and yeah, I mean, and it was huge tonight. And you know, like it, it, it had gone away for a while. They they had mm-hmm. been eleven for their last like eighty two with runners in scoring position. <laughs> yeah. Things weren't going very well, and you know, I mean, here we are now. You're talking, you know it wasn't great tonight but it wasn't bad either you know i mean they had they had 10 hits they had a couple of hits they were three for 10 with runners in scoring position so they had hits and you know i mean like that's you'll take that if you can get three for 10 every night you'll take that because you know you got a couple of two out rbis from low and then the the other one from garcia and you'll take that you know like that's that's something that you can you can you can get with, and especially if you're getting a quality start from John Gray, you're getting good bullpen work uh, on a night where you really needed somebody to help that bullpen. So good on Martín Perez, and you know uh, this is just a good win for the Rangers and one that they really really needed.
1: Absolutely. Um, as far as like anything to add to it, I mean, I would say the the biggest add, and again, I, I'll be the first to say, you know, like. I've been very nervous about Jonah Heim. I felt like Jonah Heim needed a multi-hit game. The the Grand Slam was awesome, but you can always chalk stuff like that to like, oh, well, he just ran into one. Well, yeah, and
0: and it wasn't a very good pitch that he hit out of the ballpark yesterday. He was actually kind of chasing, Mm -hmm. and he was, you know, one for six for the whole game. Yep. So, you know, I mean, overall not great, but a two for three tonight – and, uh, uh, you know, I think he'll definitely take that for sure. And he had a walk as well. So it was something he really needed and it was good to see. And hopefully that'll get him back on the horse.
1: Definitely back on the horse. Um, well, before we uh, finish out, let me tell you guys real quick that we just, uh, it, we did release it, right? The top yeah, 40. the first one is
0: out for sure. All
1: right. So our, our top 40 uh, prospect list post-draft, um is 40 it, through
0: 21
1: yes the what we what we call the next 20 uh is our is out now so if you're not subscribed to our exclusive content you want to get access to that list uh it's a dollar 99 a month Uh, go to spotify or go to our webpage, page texas in boys.com all one word and check it out that's where we're going to rank our uh, next 20 prospects in the rangers organization some names on there that Uh, might be a surprise and some surprises maybe where they're they're ranked uh, for better or worse. So so go on there and check it out. Uh, This is where we cover the Rangers minor league system. And, you know, there's a lot going to be moving and shaking in the minor leagues as the September call-ups come up and the minor league playoffs come up. So there's going to be a lot of news going. And we've already got that top 20 list in the bag as well. And that will be coming uh, at an undisclosed future date as well so keep an eye out for that texas rangers with the boys exclusive content is called down on the farm with the boys and uh, again go to go to spotify or go to our website and subscribe to now and a
0: real quick speculation mm-hmm. um if evan carter moves on to round rock
1: mm-hmm.
0: um Makes me think that maybe our boy Abby Ortiz mm. may be heading this way, so we may have mm. to get up and see him one time in September. Before, oh
1: brother, if Abimelech Ortiz gets up, we have to go and get to the game early, and we got to get a sound bite, and we got to tell him like, "Yo, man, we had your back from day we're day one. So <laughs> listen to the <laughs> show. We had you day one. Go listen to the show. Like go all the way back.
0: Yes, it's just a dollar Abby." Just the dollar <laughs> ninety nine. You too could be you could be
1: listening to Texas
0: Rangers with the boys.
1: <laughs> Love it. Well, hey, so the Rangers uh, got uh, uh, Andrew Heaney on the hill uh, going against the Mets. We need Jose. a big game from him.
0: Yeah, Jose Quintana going for the uh, Mets. He's been struggling since he came back from his injury. Um, uh, you know, uh, not not a not terrible numbers but not uh normal Jose Quinta, Quintana numbers and uh you know 6:10 game time out in uh, Flushing Queens at City Field and uh on Wednesday they 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 start a half hour earlier instead of a 6:10 Central time start it's a 5:40 start the Rangers will be sending Dane Dunning to the hill um for the Mets it's Kodai Senga's turn in the rotation Mm. but they haven't penciled him in just yet so i don't know if they're gonna uh if they're gonna throw him especially they have an off day the next day um so they may wait on him and throw somebody from the bullpen or uh, maybe a call up to um to take that start i'm not sure how they what they've
1: got planned just yet awesome well um one more quick uh food for thought is is Nate Lowe the modern day Will Clark anyhow uh food for thought food for thought something to think about he he gives me a lot of Will Clark vibes in that ranger oh. base uh, uniform over there at first base going opposite field uh with the you know with the game winning ball with the game winning hits so uh yeah it, it, that's the question for the day maybe we'll talk about it the next show They got the same uh,
0: hairline for sure 100%
1: Hundred and they both, like I said, they got the opposite field thing going on. Um, so thanks everybody for tuning in. Texas Rangers with the boys. Uh, you can go check us out on on uh, social media, TX Rangers WTB. Don't forget to check out the website, Texas with the One word, yes, one word, and uh, don't forget to subscribe down on the farm with the boys. Uh, you can subscribe there at our website, or you can go to our Spotify page, $1.99 a month, and get that uh, get that next 40 in our top or our next 20 in our top 20 uh, prospect list. And uh, for the 300-pound animal, the 25-pound animal, your boy, Kev, this is Texas Rangers with the boys, and we are signing out.